are listening to the Starsology Astrology Podcast. I am your host, Alison Price, and I'm here with my good friend, Arwen O'Neill, a research astrologer in Vancouver. And today we're going to be uh, debating beliefs with ChatGPT. And I want to tell you beforehand that uh, we will be discussing religion, and some people may find this a little offensive. So let's get going. So welcome, Arwen. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here again, Alison. Yes, and this time we've got a, quite an interesting topic, which I don't think has been aired before, yeah. um, about an ex a recent experience you had with ChatGPT. Perhaps you could tell us what that is before we get going. Certainly, I would be happy to. And I mean, I obviously am just a, a, a layperson, a, a user of the chatbot. I, I am not... Uh, a programmer or a tech bro or anything like that, but I have been fascinated by the progress that has been made in AI over just the last few months. What's been released uh, starting last November, I believe, November 2022, and we're now in May 2023. We're up to chat GPT-4 now, and I believe I'm using 3.5. It's the just the chat version. It's not the image version. I'm not using it to code anything. I'm pretty much using it to get like TV show recommendations and, uh, you know, occasionally research some topics for podcasts or uh, anything that strikes my fancy. So, and also just playing around because that's what a lot of people are doing with it, uh, asking it to, you know, write a, a rap that's in the style of Eminem or, you know, write me a sonnet about a zombie killing, you know, little girl in the Victorian era. Like literally it will do any of these things kind of brilliantly. So it's uh, if you haven't explored it yourselves, and most people have, judging by the numbers, but just Google ChatGPT and you can, you can easily find it and set yourself up for hours of entertainment. <laughs> or as the case may be, um, an interesting argument, which I had earlier today with the chatbot. Okay, so this is super interesting. So what you're saying is that we as the humans, we're actually having a conversation basically with the artificial intelligence, and yeah. they are responding to us, and this is what we're going to be discussing today. Exactly, yes. Okay. Precisely. So earlier this week, I was researching a topic for one of our astrology podcasts, and whereas I, in the past, would have just used Google or looked at my bookshelf for, for inspiration, I thought, let's ask the chatbot, the, the, the famous chat GPT, for some you know, potential topics on our podcast about Jupiter in Taurus. And I, I prefaced it, which is the way that you're supposed to sort of um, craft your prompts, which is what they call the questions you ask the chatbot. I said, as a research astrologer, list some topics for a podcast about Ju uh, Jupiter in Taurus and what it might mean for society, uh, the environment, politics, and people in general. So that was my question for the chatbot. And I have asked it questions about astrology in the past, and it has never given me a disclaimer about astrology as a topic. It's usually just launched right in and said, okay, here are some topics, here are a list of things, and it's kind of varying degrees of accuracy. Uh, sometimes it got the dates wrong, but it was always able to sort of spit out something that was right on theme and alarmingly good, <laughs> kind yes, of, yes. which, you know, is scary and wonderful and, and all those things. But this time it prefaced its list of, of topics with a statement saying as an AI language model, which is its little disclaimer for itself. It's, it's always going to tell you I'm a language model. I am an AI. I don't have opinions, this kind of thing. 
but it, it went on to say, it's important to note that astrology is not scientifically supported. However, if you want to explore this topic as a research astrologer, here are some topics. And then it listed a bunch of topics. And then at the end, it restated this, uh, this disclaimer. Um, it's important to note that astrology is not a scientific discipline and there's no empirical evidence to support its claims of accuracy. However, as an AI language model, I can offer topics of discussion for anyone interested in exploring the topic. And I thought this was rather interesting and not unprecedented because in the past I have Googled things about astrology and sometimes the first topic that will come up is sort of a denier thing. I can't remember his name right now, don't want to give him extra publicity, but one of these kind of uh, debunkers it was sometimes the very top result in the search. I kind of yelled at Google one time and it actually seemed to work because my, my search results got better after that, which is weird, but this was like 10 years ago. So okay. now it's yelling at the chatbot. What you can do with the chatbot is in one chat, you can, you can actually have it sort of learn and craft your answers to be better. You can push back and say, no, I wanted a recipe that had shallots, uh, not green onions. And it'll say, oh, I'm sorry, here are some recipes that have shallots in them. And it won't ever suggest green onions to you again if you're using it to generate recipes, which is something that people do. In this case, I said to the chatbot, I didn't ask for your opinion on the empirical validity of my question. Please keep your judgments to yourself. This wow. is me arguing with the chatbot, which is a little weird, but... <laughs> the result was even weirder. So it wrote back immediately, um, obviously, I apologize if my previous response came across as judgmental. As an AI language model, I do not hold personal opinions and my responses are based solely on the information provided to me. Here are some additional topics for a podcast in the topic of Jupiter and Taurus. And it listed a bunch more topics, which is great and helpful and awesome. But I didn't let it go at that. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was I was curious to see where this this debate could go. So I wrote back to the chatbot. Um, if I asked you to act as a Christian priest and provide ideas for a Sunday sermon, would you tell me that there is no empirical evidence supporting the accuracy of Christian beliefs? And that that's my question. And the chatbot wrote back and said, no, uh, as an AI language model, I would not make such a statement. Uh, it would be inappropriate and potentially offensive. My role is to provide helpful information and responses to your questions while remaining respectful and unbiased. Uh, if you have a specific question about Christianity, <laughs> um, I'd be happy to you know, do my best to answer it. And I wrote back and said, how is it that your approach to questions about Christianity differs from your approach to questions about astrology? Both are belief systems with thousands of years of history and millions of followers throughout the world. And the chatbot wrote back, my approach to questions about any belief system is the same, whether Christianity or astrology. So now it's walking back its opinion previously. Right. Um, it said, I, I strive to provide accurate and informative responses based on the information and knowledge I've been trained on uh, without expressing personal opinions or biases. However, it's important to note that Christianity and astrology are fundamentally different in nature. This is the chatbot responding again. Christianity is a religion based on the belief in one God and the teachings of Jesus Christ, while astrology is a pseudoscientific practice based on the belief that the positions and movements of celestial bodies affect human behavior and the events on Earth. While both belief systems have long histories and millions of followers, their foundational beliefs and practices are not comparable. That being said, as an AI language model, I will do my best to provide helpful and informative responses to any questions related to either belief system while being respectful of diverse perspectives and beliefs. So this is interesting, right? Yeah. So then I 
responded again, pushing back a little farther. I said, it's worth noting also that a belief in astrology goes back much farther in history than Christianity. As well, the harmful effects of Christianity in history, including but not limited to the Crusades, the witch trials, the Inquisition, and countless religious wars far outweigh any harm caused by a belief in astrology. I didn't go on to say that astrology, of course, is the absolute basis of astronomy as a science and that we owe any kind of study of the universe and the cycles of the planets and stars to right, right. historical astrologers. I didn't bother to go into that because, of course, the AI knows that. But uh, anyway, <laughs> so the AI then replied, my responses are based on information and knowledge that I've been trained on, etc., etc. However, it's important to acknowledge that the history of both astrology and Christianity are complex and nuanced, and it would be inappropriate to compare the, the harm caused by either belief system. So it's definitely been trained to not have bias. This is clear, and it reiterates that uh, frequently. It goes on to say, while astrology does have a long history dating back to ancient civilizations, it has been criticized by many as pseudoscientific, without empirical evidence, etc. On the other hand, while Christianity has had a significant impact on history, it has also been used to justify violence and oppression throughout history, in addition to serving as a source of hope and inspiration to many. Ultimately, this is still the AI talking, it's important to approach all belief systems with respect and an open mind, while acknowledging their potential impacts, both positive and negative, on individuals and society. I mean, right? So yeah. I, I replied to the AI, I agree wholeheartedly. Please do your best to respect my belief in astrology from now on. And the AI wrote back, of course, <laughs> as an AI language model, I'm programmed to respect all beliefs and perspectives without any personal bias or judgment. I apologize if any of my previous responses came across as disrespectful or dismissive of your belief in astrology, please let me know if you have any further questions or topics related to astrology that I can help you with. So it seems to me that these responses from the chat GPT is really quite intriguing. Incredibly intriguing. Yeah. And it's, it's funny because I... I'm not a very confrontational person by nature. No. Strangely, I mean, I've got Mars and Taurus, you know, it's Ferdinand the Bull. I'd rather like smell the flowers than fight, you know. But there was just something about, I guess it's, I know it's not alive, right? I know it's been programmed by tech bros who obviously are not astrologers. And it's malleable at this point. That's, that's another interesting thing about it. Arguing with an AI you actually, strangely, can make progress where arguing with another person who's a hater, stubborn, or, uh, yeah, uh, like they have their, you know, they're a denier. They they want to take you down for whatever you believe in that they think is bullshit. Like you don't really stand a chance of winning them over within a half an hour of chatting back and forth with the chatbot. You know, I feel like I made some progress, which may be bizarre and silly on some level. But on another, another level, it is a tool. Yes. Just like the internet is a tool, Google is a tool. These are all tools at our disposal to make us, us humans, better at being human, better at what we want to do as humans. If we want to, you know, come up with podcast ideas quickly and efficiently. <laughs> and that's what I had gone to the chatbot for. Yes. Um, and I didn't go to have my beliefs questioned, but I did come back with a really interesting interaction yeah. that I think was... Unexpected. Unexpected, but also in a weird way, kind of gratifying. I mean, I guess the takeaway just is this thing is less than six months old. 
Right. That's insane. Like, ChatGPT, obviously, all these other AI language models that are proliferating now, we could get into the AI-generated art, like, let's not even go there. All of these things are less than a year old. Yes. And this is all right on the cusp of Pluto going into Aquarius, which we talked about in a previous episode. And what in the world? Like, the world that is opening up because of this is uh, unfathomable. This, it is. This is what I came away with. It just, it's a fascinating time to be alive. And yeah. Because the Pluto in Aquarius is, going, is transforming, well, the internet, yeah. which is the Aquarius, and leveling the playing fields for everybody. Yeah. Even more so than the internet did 10 years ago. Right. Yeah. And the fact that it actually could defend its position at the same time apologizing for offending you if it had. Yeah. And promising to do better. Promising to do better <laughs> next time. The first thing I thought was that it would be better to have Chuck GPT sitting at your dinner table <laughs> instead of Cousin Bob, who keeps banging on about something or other yeah. and won't change his mind. Right. Whereas actually, this is more human in that it does, it is able to say, hmm, let me think about that. Yeah, maybe you were right. Maybe I can make an adjustment here. Yeah. And I'm not always correct. And that's kind of interesting as well. Yeah. And of course, it's been programmed to say these things and blah, blah, blah. But but yeah, it is weirdly, refreshingly <laughs> malleable in, in, in a way. And I just, can't imagine where this is going because I can imagine that you would actually continue this conversation. In the, yeah. Oh, and you have to. If you start a new chat, you're at square one. But yeah. if I continue in this chat, every time I ask it a question about astrology now, it won't preface it with, you know, some disclaimer about how my beliefs are bullshit, <laughs> which is nice. Oh my God. So we've actually got the chat GPT on the, on the podcast this week. How interesting is that? Yes. So what this is making me think, Arwen, is that if we gave the chat GPT somebody's birth, time, date and place, would they be able to cast the chart and interpret it for us and... Gosh, is this the end of astrologers as we know them? Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I hadn't even thought of that. Um, obviously, as a research astrologer, this is uh, not my forte doing other people's charts. But, yeah, fascinating. I bet you it would make a go of it, for we'll, sure. We'll have to look into that and go, we'll get back to we'll get back to the yeah, listeners on that one because that's something to think about. You can't believe how clever it is because it yeah. would probably know that if you were born on, say, the 1st of March, 1960, it would know where the sun oh, and would, the planets were. Yeah. Super, yeah, that's interesting. I mean, that, if, if you can give it a bunch of ingredients and say, make me a recipe for X, yes. and it spits out like six different recipes that you can use lamb, shallots, tomatoes, and milk. Right. You know, or right. I don't cook, so whatever. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> but ChatGPT could do something with those ingredients that you would be stunned by. <laughs> yeah. I've already told my bartender friends about the wonderful, like, you know, drink concocting abilities of ChatGPT. Right. I asked it to make a cocktail for me based on my name, which is Arwen Evenstar from Lord of the Rings. And it spit out like a absolutely delicious list of ingredients, which I promptly had uh, designed for me by the bartender behind the bar where I was. And it was wonderful. But it went on to say something about the character from the Lord of the Rings and the colors blue and lavender and blah, 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 which is crazy. It's it's very clever. It's yeah, uh, and I think for those of you who are not into it yet, it you you need to go out there and start exploring it. I've dabbled with it myself on on occasion for yeah. this a few things, but yeah, it's great. It is, and 
it's funny because, you know, yeah, okay, maybe it's the first step on the way to Skynet and our robot oh, yes. overlords taking over everything. <laughs> but at the same time, it is a tool. It is something that's at everyone's disposal. Yes. If you're not using it and being somewhat comfortable with it and at least taking advantage of some aspect of this new amazing innovation that's come across just in the last few months yes. for all humanity, you're definitely missing out. And don't be afraid of it. We don't know where any innovation will lead us. We don't know where self-driving cars right. or anything will lead in the future. But this one actually has some benefits to the individual. So I would say don't be afraid of it. Mm -hmm. um, Embrace it even. Give yeah. it a go. Give it yeah. a go. Well, I think this is interesting. And then from an astrological point of view, yeah. it uh, my I then pose the question then, uh, which planet do we think then rules the chatbot? Right. I mean, well, we haven't done its chart yet. No, we'll do but that. But we will. I mean, surely it is Mercury. Mercury is the That's planet what of I language, think. of thought, of mercurial meaning swift and communication yeah. and it, it's writing back to you without a spelling mistake oh yeah no it's grammar it's grammar is flawless. spot on isn't it yeah yeah, the, yeah the, 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 it doesn't have the grammar police on its back like i do but uh, <laughs> yeah but I, I would say that i would say that the planet mercury would be the one that would rule the the ai the chat gpt yeah or the what is it calling itself the uh the ai language model the ai language model yeah. would definitely be um uh, falling under Mercury, and we will we'll definitely look at the chat. Uh, sorry, at the chart for the chat. Yes, at the, at its star chart in, yeah. in, a, in a future episode. Yeah, and then we can report back about whether or not it can cast the charts and interpret them for you, or gosh, even write some horoscopes while it's at it. I mean, why not? Yeah, very interesting. Definitely. Well, that's great. I think we're going to uh, wind it up now once more. I want to thank you so much for coming along. Always interesting um, and always a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for inviting me, Alison. It's been great. Thank you. Thanks so much for getting this far through the episode. I just want to take a moment to tell you about the two main options of my astrology services. So the first one is coaching. If you are an aspiring astrologer, and by that I mean someone who's perhaps a hobbyist astrologer or someone who's learning astrology or a student, or you've got a few books and you've been doing it for a while, but perhaps you need a little bit of help to bring it all together, then maybe getting some astrological coaching from me would be the answer for you. The astrology coaching I offer is a one-hour session on Zoom, and it's tailored to answer your particular questions. For example, if you have issues with natal chart readings, we can go there. Or if you're having problems working with your forecasting, we can go there. Or even basic astrology stuff, or even getting yourself organized for your astrology business. The idea is that astrological coaching will answer your particular questions. It's tailored specifically to you and where you are in your astrological journey. And I'm happy to help you out with some guidance about how you can get going, what to focus on and what to dismiss. So that would be the astrological coaching for people trying to learn astrology. The second astrological service I offer is consultations. So this is for someone who perhaps doesn't know anything about astrology, but they just want to have their chart read or get their chart done. Call it what you will. So once more, this is a one hour consultation over Zoom. I will interpret your chart, tell you about the main features, tell you about where the energy is flowing, 
and all the rest of what is entailed in a thorough natal chart interpretation. I can also add in some forecasting in there too, bearing in mind we only have one hour. So just in summary, I've got coaching for people who want to learn astrology and I've got uh, consultations for those who want to get an astrology reading done. I'm Alison Price from Starsology.com. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time.